Two days ago, we reviewed Richard Dawkins' book, The Selfish Gene, how it's very important to understand basically the genetic code that makes up our body and understanding that we are organisms basically built by groups of genes that cooperate because they share a reproductive mechanism and, and that genes are inherently selfish. And this is really what we went over um, you know, the other day. And just, just to review this, so genes build brains that allow organisms to respond to rapidly changing factors in the environment. We know these reactions as behaviors. And since there are infinite environmental situations, the genes guide behavioral responses by rules, quote unquote. So these are basically encoded the same way a computer is programmed. Now, this is very, very important to understand. And since many of these rules are actually outdated, they work against modern organisms, humans, you know, in the modern world. So basically these rules are created by our ancestors when they were basically hunter and gatherers, you know, things like seeking out honey, you know, seeking out sweets. But in today's environment, these same rules are actually encoded in us just kind of like computers are programmed. Um, they haven't changed. And in, the, in a modern situ- society where, you know, sweet food is abundant. And this is just one example of a rule. There's thousands of rules that are basically coded in us and in our brains. Um, we have to understand how to move past these and and basically pro. you can actually consciously program new rules into your mind. And <clears throat> basically we, we need to work against this <clears throat> to to minimize the negative impacts of this programming. And we do this through two strategies. So learning and simulation. Learning, which is trying an action to find out if it is a good idea, and simulation, meaning modeling an outcome of an action before taking it. This is very important because organisms that can only learn through overt trial and error will fail every time to organisms that can learn through simulation, meaning watching someone else learn through overt trial and error and going, oh, I probably shouldn't do that, or oh, I probably should do that, and then adapting from there. So not having to you know, learn through overt trial and error yourself. And this is, this is ever important in today's society because this is how you can leverage modern technology, um, you know, basically lessons from great people, mentors, um, really anyone you meet and apply Abraham Lincoln's mentality, which is learn from everybody, even if it's what not to do. And this ties in perfectly with Warren Buffett's quote, which is everybody learns from mistakes, but it's a heck of a lot easier to learn from other people's mistakes. <clears throat> And that's really what this simulation comes down to. And now to what we're going to be focusing on today, which is basically that human culture is actually subject to evolution and the basic unit of this evolution with human culture being the meme. And this is Richard Dawkins basically founded this this word, the meme, in this book. And memes are basically the smallest piece of a culture with potential for immortality. So just like genes are basically immortal because they're in multiple people's bodies at different times, um, basically the meme is a social gene and culture can be considered the equivalent of a gene pool with the basic unit of culture, basic unit of cultural evolution being a meme instead of a gene. And an example of this would be, you know, a song, an idea, or even like an internet GIF, you know, like a, a video, a cat video on YouTube. This is this has potential for immortality, meaning it won't die off. And not only will it not die off, it's in people's memories. So a great example of this is like Justin Bieber or a song like uh, Open Gangnam Style, you know, that kind of viral song or really any viral song is kind of this social meme, which is basically a social gene. And uh, it's it basically how you can define this is its potential for actually being immortal, so living on forever. And like genes, memes in competition with each other, success being determined by the environment, 
And basically, so memes are basically in competition with each other. And what they're striving to do is um, basically be immortal. And, and it's the success of this is determined by the environment. An example of the environment would be the internet. So before the internet, songs basically would be social memes. But, and again, okay, let me pause for a second. You can't think of these as memes like we, like most people think of, you know, with text and a word. Although the interesting thing is those memes, which are a completely different thing, um, than what Richard Dawkins is talking about here, those could potentially be social memes. And again, don't get the two confused. The meme is kind of like, uh, you know, the, what most people think meme is, is like a GIF. You know, it's kind of in that category of like an internet post. And this is talking about Richard Dawkins' idea that was way before internet memes and uh, about social genes being the basically equivalent of um, genes in society. And Basically, human foresight can aid in overcoming the negative aspects of biological, biological gene selfishness. And the key lesson out of this book I extracted was all animal behaviors can be traced back to the selfishness on the part of their genes. Genes are selfish by nature and program the brain with pre- preset rules, quote unquote, to dictate behavior. You want to override these if they, you know, bring negative aspects into the world that you can't necessarily control. And you want to do this by learning and simulation. So thank you very much for listening. This is kind of wrapping up Richard Dawkins' book, The Selfish Gene. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. And until next time.